To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. Because history has shown us that courage can be contagious, and hope can take on a life of its own. I will bring you hope. And I ask one thing in return. We move now, together. Not at all. Hope is not lost today. It is found. Hope is what keeps you going. Even if the whole world is telling you to move, it's your duty to plant yourself like a tree, look them in the eye and say no. You move. Shalom and welcome to episode 5 of the SF in Translation podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Cordasco. This episode will include news and updates from May 1st through May 31st. It's been quite the interesting month in SFT world. For one thing, I was able to go to WISCON, the feminist science fiction convention in Madison, Wisconsin, for my fourth year in a row and had a great time seeing friends and meeting new people and yakking on some wonderful panels. On this year's SFT panel, we talked about a wide variety of issues in the field, including the need for more translator mentors, the importance of beta readers, the difficulty of making a living as a translator, and much more. We had a good turnout, and the M&M's, SFT catalogs, free books, and special booklet of Italian SFT went over very well. I was also on a panel about podcasting, in which we discussed how much bigger the field of speculative fiction podcasting has become just over the last few years, as well as ways to encourage more of a diversity of voices. I'm also very excited to attend my first ReaderCon next month in Boston. We don't have any SFT panels or anything this year, but Francesco Verso and I plan to talk about it to anyone who will listen. And if you haven't heard yet, we now have another magazine dedicated to international SF. It's called Future Science Fiction Digest, edited by Alex Schwarzman and part of the Future Affairs Administration, SF publication in China. Its issue zero has some great reprints to check out, and which I'll discuss in a bit. I also had the chance this month to interview via email the prolific and fascinating Brian Stableford, translator of an astonishing number of works of French proto-SF, mainly for Black Coat Press. He's cranking out the books at an astonishing rate, allowing Anglophone readers to experience the weird, otherworldly, sometimes hallucinatory texts that came out of the 19th century's fascination with science and its applications to all aspects of life. You can read my interview with Brian Stableford on the SFT site. So, book-length SFT in May, happily, there's much to talk about. Future Fiction, New Dimensions, and International Science Fiction came out, and it's one amazing collection. While most of the piece English, every story comes from a different country, and the translated pieces from the Greek, Italian, Chinese, and Spanish are fantastic. I reviewed this collection for Strange Horizons and can't say enough about the important knowledge and expertise in the field that editors Francesco Verso and Bill Campbell brought to it. And since it's a new month, we of course have another group of translations from the French by Brian Stableford, namely 
Jonathan the Visionary by X.B. Santin, 1823, a collection of fantasy tales told by a mysterious immortal called Jonathan, which range from prehistorical fantasy to post-apocalypse. The Second Life, also by Santin, 1864, a collection of fictitious dreams, hallucinations, and metaphysical fantasies that examine the nature of dreaming from a viewpoint infused by psychological science. And The Mysterious Hermit of the Tomb by Etienne Léon de la Motte Langon, 1816, a blend of gothic horror fiction and chivalric romance. Also out this month is a German SFT reprint called The Abolition of Species by Dietmar Dath, translated by Samuel P. Wilcox from Doppelhaus Press, in which, following mankind's near extermination, a kingdom of technologically advanced animals wage a multi-planetary war against a new kind of AI. You can read an excerpt of this novel in the Nomadic Journal. From Argentine author Rodrigo Frezan, we got The Bottom of the Sky, translated by Will Vanderheiden from Open Letter, a brilliant and strange story about early SF fandom, extraterrestrial obsession with Earth, and a love so strong that it can jump dimensions. Oh, and it won the 2018 Best Translated Book Award. So very well deserved. Last but not least, we got another Witcher novel from Andrzej Sapkowski called Season of Storms, translated from the Polish by David A. French and out from Orbit Books. On to short fiction. Clark's World brought us Farewell Doraemon by Ah Shui, translated from the Chinese by Emily Jin and Ken Liu, a story about nostalgia for childhood and a destiny-defining mystery. Lightspeed reprinted Sha Zha's surreal and beautiful Night Journey of the Dragon Horse, translated by Ken Liu about a giant horse-dragon robotic chimera that befriends a bat, and the two go on a journey for a place to call home. And if you've been wanting to read more speculative fiction from Latin America, look no further this month than Latin American Literature Today, which published several excellent pieces from Bolivia, Mexico, and Argentina. If you've been wanting to read Yoko Tawada's The Emissary, translated from the Japanese by Margaret Mitsutani, and out this past April from New Directions, you can read an excerpt in Granta Magazine, though most of it is behind a paywall. And that new SF magazine I mentioned earlier? Their first issue included Tatiana Ivanova's Impress Me, Then We'll Talk About the Money, translated from the Russian by Alex Schwarzman, and Universal Cigarettes by Tang Yi, translated from the Chinese by Yuji Yang. And finally, we were treated to another piece by Rodrigo Frezan called Snatching Bodies, translated by Will Vanderheiden, a kind of bonus track to the bottom of the sky. And don't forget to check out Daniel's reviews of short SFT each month on the SFT site. We had some great reviews this month of The Emissary on the Brazos book site, The Abolition of Species in World Literature Today, and the Thousand Year Beach on James Nichols' site. Also, be sure to read Regina Kanyu Wang's article in Clark's World, entitled Another Word, Chinese Science Fiction Going Abroad, A Brief History of Translation. And now, if you please, we'll step into Rachel's Corner. Let's start with what I'm reading. 
It's a novel by Laurence Sooner called Vestiges, the first book in the Quantica trilogy, and it's breathtaking. It's been published in Switzerland, the author's home, and in France, but not anywhere else yet, unfortunately. I'm reading the English translation by Cheryl Curtis that was kindly sent to me by the author. It's a space opera that begins 300 years in the future on an icy extrasolar planet, which harbors mysterious artifacts that could change how humanity views its place in the universe. I'm only about a third of the way through, but I love, love, love it and want it published in the U.S. yesterday. You can read an excerpt from Vestiges on the Strange Horizons website, and this was posted in 2015. In terms of translating, I'm still working my way through that Italian surrealist noir. More about that next time. Okay, that's all for this month. Remember to send me any and all SFT-related news and links via Facebook, Twitter at R-C-O-R-D-A-S-C, or email, which is rachel at sfintranslation.com. Happy reading! Thank you for listening to the show. If you'd like to support us, you can find us at patreon.com slash skiffyinfanty. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so at our email at skiffyinfanty at gmail.com, on Twitter at skiffyinfanty, and on Facebook at the Skiffy Infanty Show. Our intro and outro music comes from Dimension by Creo. You can find out more about them at freemusicarchive.org. 